Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Friday, June 9th, 2023, and today is our 154th devotional. And today we're looking at how to fast. Um, and obviously, I won't be able to do an exhaustive uh, study on this. There are books that are written on this. Uh, some books are good on this and some books are bad on this. Uh, but we'll just hit some of the basics as we go through this. Uh, but we're looking at Matthew chapter 6, verses 16 through 18. And yes, I know I skipped over uh, 14 and 15 talking about uh, forgiveness. And yes, that is so vitally important. Uh, if If we're harboring unforgiveness in our heart, uh, to fast is probably not going to help us. Um, we need to be forgiving before we start fasting. But uh, when we start looking at fasting, it says this in Matthew chapter 6, verses 16 through 18. Moreover, when you fast, be not as the hypocrites for uh, of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have the reward. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy father, which is in secret, and thy father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. Uh, as we look at this, as you start to dive into it, it, it's obvious Christ intended for us to fast. And I am not great at fasting. I do not do a good job at this. Uh, this is something that I have worked on for years and continue to try to get better at fasting. But um, the first thing that he tells us about this is don't be like the hypocrites. Uh, don't put on a face. Don't let it be known that you're trying to fast. Uh, obviously, <laughs> when I'm trying to fast and my wife makes a delicious meal, that is torture. I better talk to her about it before I start fasting uh, or it's not going to work well. But uh, what is fasting? Well, in general, fasting has been uh, just the setting aside of food uh, for a set time so that we can devote time to prayer to concentrating on meditating on God's word, reading God's word. Um, I, I've heard stories of people fasting uh, in that they wouldn't eat lunch so that they could save up money. This was a story that I heard out of the Philippines. Uh, a man wanted to go visit the island where his brother was so that he could witness to his brother. And they didn't have the money for it, so he uh, didn't eat lunch uh, for quite some time. Uh, and every lunchtime, they would take the money that he would get, uh, that he should have used for having lunch, and they would put that in a special place. And uh, when he had saved up enough to buy the passage on the boat to go to the island where his brother was, uh, he finally uh, went and witnessed to him and was able to lead his brother to Christ. But the whole time, those afternoons that he was not eating, uh, he was praying for his brother. That's a form of fasting. Um, another form that I've uh, heard of is to fast from uh, certain things like chocolate or candies for a set period of time, even maybe fasting from 
watching television or screen devices. Uh, that's especially difficult in our day and age because so many of us use our devices to work with, and that's our job. Um, that's how we read our books and whatnot. Uh, but, you know, whatever God leads you to do, uh, however the Holy Spirit is leading, we are supposed to be fasting. Now, um, back years ago, um, there's something that we all do just about every day and uh, <laughs> has to do with fasting. It's called breakfast. It used to be called break fast. Uh, when are we going to break our fast? And I have read older books that talk about that, that we would break our fast at this time and then start on our journey and, and whatnot. So we, we've all heard of that, breaking a fast. And, and especially in our day and age, uh, fasting is uh, becoming more and more uh, prevalent because it's healthy in many circumstances. Now, there are some circumstances where it's probably not good for you to too fast. And if you have questions about that, you probably ought to ask your doctor. But um, I have found that for me, skipping a meal is not a bad thing. Skipping two meals is not a bad thing. Uh, if I go and skip three meals, I probably will get a headache. Um, but I can guarantee you, if I skip coffee, I'm going to get a headache. I'm going to have withdrawal symptoms. And uh, I used to uh, skip coffee one day a week just so that I could keep that in control. Um, but then you start traveling and different things and, and uh, you're not able to do it. And you go back to fasting and trying to skip coffee for a day. And my, it can be difficult. Um, it's just addictive. But um, what are some good examples of fasting? Well, some good examples of fasting are um, David is one that I think of readily. Uh, he fasted when he was fighting against, uh, or when 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 Saul died, he fasted for Saul and Jonathan. And uh, at, at that time, uh, another time that he fasted, he fasted uh, when Abner was killed. When Joab killed Abner, uh, David fasted. He was sorrowful. He told Joab that you have weakened me because of what you did here. And he didn't touch bread. Another time was when his son was sick and he fasted when his son was sick. And when his son died, then he uh, ate bread. He said, I can go to my son, but my son cannot come back. Why should I keep fasting here? So, um, but he, he was a good example of fasting. Another good example of fasting is Nineveh. Uh, when um, Jonah comes into Nineveh and, and he uh, starts preaching, everybody hears him, everybody believes, and they uh, start a, a fast from the greatest to the least. And because they were sorrowful, they were seeking God's, um, they were seeking God's uh, favor and his uh, mercy. Uh, they knew that they should be judged, and yet they were fasting for that. So uh, another example is the church at Jerusalem and also the church at Antioch. They fasted when they before they sent out Paul and Barnabas. So those are good examples. Bad examples of fasting are Saul. Uh, we find every time that he fasted, it was uh, to get power and to promote himself or to try to manipulate God. Uh, you see it 
um, when Jonathan is going into a battle in, in 1 Samuel chapter 14, that they were, uh, Saul had um, proclaimed a fast on everybody, and Jonathan did not hear that, and he broke the fast early, even though they were in a battle, and it really messed things up, and it almost cost Jonathan his life that day. Um, you find it again when uh, he fasted when uh, he was getting ready to go into battle right before he died, and uh, God wasn't speaking to him, and so he fasted, trying to manipulate God into listening to him and answering him when he already knew what God's answer was. He wasn't supposed to be king, and yet he stayed there, and God wasn't helping him, and he wanted God's power, he wanted God's help, and fasting was not going to help the only thing that was going to help him that day is if he would have been obedient and stepped down and brought David in and said, David, you're king now. I, I'm not doing this anymore. But he had, he had already crossed over that line too many times. And uh, that was a bad example of fasting. Another bad example of fasting is the religious person in the time of Christ when they would fast to be seen of men and, and the hypocrite. Um, do we have this go on in our day and age? Well, I see it quite often in our area. Uh, we have what's called fast and sight, um, and it's a Catholic thing. And you'll see people walking around on the day that uh, after um, uh, carnival or after, um, now I've forgotten what, what we call it here in Germany, but they have a big party that evening before, and then that when Ash Wednesday, Ash Mittwoch, um, they will go to the the church and the, they'll have ashes put on their head and walk around with ashes on their on their head to let everybody know that they're fasting. Is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? That's between them and God, and I am not going to judge at all. But the Bible tells us not to do it so that we're seen of men. But I find down here, and I know I'm going a little bit long on this, but I find in Isaiah chapter fifty-eight verses 6 and 7, uh, what God is looking for. And it says this, Is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bands of the wicked of wickedness? So we're to fast to break sin in our lives, uh, to undo the heavy burdens. So if you have heavy burdens in your life, you can fast over that. And to let the oppressed go free. Um, we can fast when somebody's in slavery or being oppressed in a, a situation that's some something to fast over and uh keeping on in verse six it says and that ye break every yoke well the yokes that need to be broken uh satan's yoke on us is terrible christ is encouraging us to uh take his yoke upon us and learn of him so uh that's verse six verse seven is it not to deal bread to the hungry? So to give to people that are hungry, we, sh we can give up our bread for today so that someone else can eat. And that ye bring the poor that are cast out into thy house. When's the last time we've done that? I remember as a kid, my parents used to do that all the time. Find people on the street even and just bring them home and feed them. And sometimes we would house them for months uh, people that we had found on the street. And uh, I think my parents did a good job of that. Uh, continuing on in verse 7, When thou seest the naked, 
that thou coverest him. Um, that's something that we don't do very much in our day and age, but most people have plenty of clothes. And if they don't have clothes, they don't want them. So, um, and then the last thing it says here, and that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh. What's that talking about? Well, that we turn away our, uh, our flesh or turn away ourselves from our family. Uh, those that are depending on us, uh, that we spend so much time in God's work that we're not doing uh, what he has called us to, which is to raise our families, uh, to love our spouses, to uh, just devote ourselves to building that uh, nucleus that he has given to us that, um, that we have most control over. I can't do anything about the government. I can't do anything about the state of affairs uh, in Russia or Ukraine or anywhere like that, but I can help with what's going on in my family. And I need to keep that in mind when I'm doing a fast. So I hope that's a help to you. I hope that helps you understand fasting maybe a little bit better and gives you a jumping off point for what you might decide to do in your life, whatever the Holy Spirit leads. So thank you for joining with us. And until the next time, auf Wiederhören.